We read, listen, recount stories that fascinate us. It's the stories that we can relate to the most are the ones that become a part of who we are. It excites us knowing that living in the ordinary can also be extraordinary. From the tales and legends that are forgotten and the stories that keep us up at night, I bring you Stories from the Dark and I'm your host, The Enigma. Myths and folk tales are stories that are far too familiar to us as these were the stories that were told to us when we were small. An example is the story of Atlantis which depicts a distant land that is submerged in the sea, lost forever which was once believed to be the kingdom where both the humans and the gods live side by side. These tales can sometimes have priceless anecdotes within it that can teach children how to behave properly. One such tale is the story of Sitangam, a Malay folklore about a rebellious child towards his mother, who repeatedly went against his mother's wishes. Because of the severity of his sin, the child turned into stone. Stories like this give substance and a reason as to why children need to behave. Another way of seeing this is how folk tales mainly benefit the elderly, merely a tool which complements their interests so that they will be easily obeyed. With all this being said, there's another way of seeing the existence of folk tales. Here's something for you to think about. What would happen if we were to ignore our parents when they say not to play outside when it's dark or when it is late at night? Why are they so cautious about us when we are merely having fun? You might say that they don't want us to trip or fall or somehow get lost. But take a moment to think. Might there be more than just that? Are there any other reasons as to why? In the late 1950s, at the foothill of Mount Kinabalu, a man was found dead lying between two huge rocks at a nearby river. According to his colleagues, he was an engineer who was supposed to install wires and towers for the Sabah Telegraph Department. He is a skeptic man, the type that dismisses other people's beliefs. He thinks the locals are ignorant as they rely heavily on superstitious belief, thus making him ignore any cautions or warnings given to him by them. The locals believe that the forest has its own inhabitants which they dwell in a parallel realm that coincides with ours. Therefore, the locals advise that whoever wishes to visit the forest to first and foremost have a good intention to do so, and secondly, to be respectful of the inhabitants of the forest. However, because of the man's stubbornness, rather than following the advice given to him, he rather challenged them. So he urinated 
wherever he wished. Soon after, his colleagues recalled that he was possessed. He went around running erratically, screaming in the darkness of the forest. Because of his odd behavior, his colleagues had to tie him down onto their camp bed. Not long after, he went missing. Three days later, he was found dead. In today's episode, we're going to dive into the story of the forest people. Described to be similar in their appearance as human beings, they are thought to be more beautiful and grander than us. They are typically described to have a fair skin and would adorn themselves with white dress and golden jewelry or armor. In Borneo, they are called Orambunian, which means the whistling people or the hidden people. It is believed that they have their own territory where they have their own kings and queens. Their kingdom is believed to be situated far from human civilization and yet they are unseen by the naked eye. Because of the mystery that surrounds them, over the years, many theories have surfaced. Malay people call their realm as Alamzara. It is believed that the sun in their kingdom never sets as they don't require any sleep. Their world has been depicted before in a film by the late Malaysian actor Piram Lee in his film called Sumpah Orang Minyak. However, the depiction of their realm in the film may not be aligned as to what people say, considering that many changes may be made in order to entertain his viewers. One tribe in Borneo called the Kadazan Dusun believes that the universe has seven layers. Human beings inhabit the third level of the universe. One layer of the universe is an underworld where demons and deities reside, which they call them the Bambarayon. Bambarayons are the spirits that are honored during the Kaamatan Harvest Festival. At the top of all the layers is where the supreme deity lies. The tribe calls their deity as Kinoringan and their creator as Minamangun. And somewhere in between lies the realm of jungle spirits called the Sopok and the Pampuvan. This is where dwarfs, gnomes, leprechauns, and fairies reside. They also believe life after death, where the souls would walk towards Mount Kinabalu and into the afterlife realms of Mongohu and Hibabao. In Islam, there are two theories regarding the Bunyan. One theory is that they are amongst the Jin tribe. The reason why is because the Jin has similar characteristics as the Bunyan, where they are unseen and they live alongside us but in a different realm. They are believed to be following the same religion as we do. The ulama theorize that the Bunyan are Muslim Jinns where they live in the deep forest. Whilst their kingdom is situated at the forest, 
Some of them live inside our homes. The second theory is that they are a hybrid between a jinn and a human. The ulama dissected the physical characteristics of a human into four, which consists of water, earth, air, and fire, while the jinns have two characteristics which are air and fire. With the similarity of the characteristics between the humans and the jinns, no wonder we hear stories of people claiming to have friends with the jinns. Some people went as far as saying that they have a relationship with them. And from there, the ulama have theorized that the orangbunian is the result of a crossbreeding between the humans and the jinns. The tales about the Bunyan can actually be found throughout the globe. In Japan, one folklore comes to mind about a man called Urashima Taro. Another story came from an American author, Washington Irving, about a Dutch-American villager who lived in the colonial era of America about a man called Rip Van Winkle. Both of these tales share the same storyline. They have been away for a very very long time, decades and even centuries, but to them, they were only away for a short period of time. What's eerie about these tales, however, is how true it is for the victims of the Bunyan. Many of them cannot believe that they have been kidnapped for days or even years. They say that they are there, but somehow, it is as if there's a barrier between our world and theirs which made them invisible. The Malay people have their own folklore called Princess of Mount Ledang. It is said that there is a beautiful princess who resides at the Ledang Mountain in Johor, located right at the border of Malacca. According to Zainuddin Sahir, who is a historian at Tangkak Johor, he believes that Putri Gunung Ledang is actually a Bunyan as she has the ability to shapeshift her appearance either as herself or as a nenek kebayan, which is a witch who walks with a walking stick. Some people believe that Putri Gunung Ledang was actually a human and was kidnapped by the Bunyan as she kept visiting the mountain to do contemplation until one day she went missing. Putri Gunung Ledang is said to have entered the Bunyan realm and until now is still alive and has become the protector of the mountain. On October 1979, in Kampung Kemelong, about 36 kilometers from Sungai Petani, a putty farmer, Amir Othman, was reported to have flown by two mysterious women. The witnesses were petrified when they saw what happened to the point where some of them fainted. As the witnesses recalled, they don't seem to be someone from the village as they distinctly remembered that they were very pretty in their appearances. The two women approached the putty farmer at his house where he was then taken on top of the hill at Bukit Bangal, Kedah. In a state of panic, the people reported 
to the head of the village about witches who kidnapped Amir. Many people from the village soon gathered at the head of the village's house, getting ready for a witch hunt. To their surprise, their preparation ended abruptly. Amir has returned safe and sound. He was seen to have emerged from a nearby forest. Expecting the farmer to be in a state of fear, he was instead beaming with excitement as he described what happened earlier. He said he was lavishly entertained by a family of the people of the forest to a dinner. In total, there were about eight of them where he was welcomed by their servants. Amir said that the two women who kidnapped him were actually two of their servants. But the people, including Amir, thought that the two servants were pretty. The family were far more prettier than they were. This incident was the talk of the town and following this event, a similar incident occurred. Azmi Ahmad, who is also a farmer from the village, was suddenly reported missing. He was last seen taking a bath on a river near his house. He last talked to his wife intending to have a bath in the river around 4 a.m. Taking a bath at dawn was normal for them as they need to start their day early due to their workload. Then, around 5 a.m., she went out from her house where she found out that her husband was nowhere to be found. She immediately called for help. They spent the entire afternoon in search of Azmi, but no traces were found. In the end, as a final resort, a local shaman was called for help. He placed candles near the river and began chanting certain mantras, hoping he would make Azmi return. But he didn't. Only later that night, Azmi returned home as if nothing had happened to him. Similar to Amir's story earlier, he was not in a state of fear. He told his wife about his experience and according to him, he was transported into a realm that was not of this world. He said he was as if at a grand palace where he was surrounded by beautiful women and excellent food. Ever since that day, Azmi was obsessed with the Bunyan. If you like this podcast, make sure to leave a review and share it with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Thank you for listening.